the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, your real estate insider with Dr. Chuck Fury. His mission is to make real estate easy, lucrative, and fun. Whether you're a seasoned real estate pro or just looking for a way to buy your first home, Dr. Chuck will draw on 25 years of intensive real estate experience to get the answers you need. From the simple to the complex, he'll fill you in on trade secrets the pros use to get their advantage and give you deeper insight into how real estate can help you realize your dreams. And now, here's your real estate insider, Dr. Chuck Fury. Hello, folks. Dr. Chuck here, your real estate insider. It's great to be back with you once again this week. Real estate is a most fascinating commodity. It's sexier than stocks, more useful than gold, and often seems to create more emotion than Hollywood. I've been in the real estate business over 25 years, and my mission with this show is to bring unique insider strategies to you from my 25 years of experience on the front lines with real estate. Today, I'm happy to welcome Mike Staten to the show. Mike is our very talented manager of operations at Stanford Property, and he's also a very important member of our Stanford Property Brain Trust, where we formulate creative strategies for you to get more out of your real estate in your sales and investments. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm doing terrific. Thank Very you. Good. Very yeah. good. So I was looking in the newspaper the other day, and I saw uh, a little um, cartoon, and it was kind of uh, telling to me because uh, we have many clients that will come and want to buy property, mm-hmm. and they'll give us their list of requirements, and we'll look at it and go, wow. Uh, Let's see. They want all of this for under $150,000. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we'll have um, buyers that will come in and, and not really necessarily be on the same page, uh, husband and wife, for example, with the style they want. or uh, And so it's part of our job to, to show them uh, different options and also to counsel a little bit mm-hmm. and listen very carefully to what their needs are. And most often, uh, we arrive in the middle there uh, with something that they, they both like. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you found a little cartoon there that talks yeah. about that situation? Yeah. Well, it was, uh, it was a lady that's on the phone here, and she says, Well, it's the perfect home for a couple who can't decide what they want. It's a Victorian split-level colonial ranch mobile cabin. <laughs> Sounds pretty ghastly to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of everything squeezed in there. The other one says, um, she looks, uh, this realtor looks a little bit uh, abashed, and she's, she's looking at her um, her um, purse as she says it, and she says, well, you know, our asking price is 699000 uh, and our begging price is 58000 <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a swing. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a different way to market property. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, what we're here to do is to try to create as close to a miracle as we can Mm -hmm. for our clients. And by that, what I mean is when somebody is making a life transition and um, they're thinking, how can I achieve this? Uh, 
set of um, requirements so that I can move on and transition appropriately into the next phase of my life, whether it's your first home you're going to buy or whether it's uh, upscaling your home uh, because your family's growing or maybe there's a, a new baby on the way. Uh, maybe the transition is where you're downsizing. You've, mm-hmm. you've had your family, their uh, kids are in the college or beyond, and you're thinking, gee, you know, I've got four bedrooms, five bedrooms, three bedrooms, and all I need is one bedroom and an office. Uh, so what do I do here? You know, how can I get uh, the most benefit out of the equity that I have in my house, which is really not doing anything for me? Uh, I don't need four bedrooms. I need one bedroom in an office, we'll say, or two bedrooms in an office. Uh, or I don't need to live in such an expensive area as the Silicon Valley. Yeah. Um, I'd be happy to live in uh, in Tahoe, or I'd be happy to live in the mountains uh, in the Sierras, where you can buy a gorgeous house for three hundred thousand. Um, I'd rather do that and still have the large house, but I don't need to live in the Bay Area anymore. Uh, but I don't want to sell my property because I'm going to pay six, seven hundred thousand dollars in capital gains taxes. Yeah, we have a lot of clients that are in that situation, and yeah. we've been able to help them out. But uh, they all yeah. share those same interests that you just mentioned there. They mm-hmm. have a good property, a valuable property, but there's a significant capital gains issue if yeah. they choose to sell. And, right. you know, they could buy a different property and rent out their, um, you know, previous residence. But, uh, you know, they need money to be able to do that. That's right. That's right. And so it's our goal and um, our mission and passion to show people in that situation uh, how they can uh, retire if that's what they want to do or make the new transition into a different lifestyle for themselves, how they can do that easily um, and freely and with some elegance. Mm-hmm. So basically um, what's really important, I think, when you get to that position is and you're looking at your retirement and you're saying, gee, all my eggs are pretty much in one basket here, mm-hmm. um, which is this not across the board, the situation with our clients, but it's often the case uh, where real estate has, uh, the appreciation in their real estate has outstripped every other investment they have. They might have a 401k, they might have some retirement funds, they may have a pension coming out of of, uh, of some substance. But, you know, when you calculate the percentages, their home is 70 to 85% of their net worth. Right. And so how can you take that home, that uh, massive amount of their net worth, and diversify it, you know, so that there's not just one egg in that basket anymore, but you have a diverse portfolio from that uh, home. You still have a great home that you own, hopefully free and clear, uh, but you have money that you can invest uh, in stocks and bonds, fixed incomes, annuities, all those things that uh, I studied and um, uh, so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and create also um, a an annuity for yourself that you know you have a cash flow and an income coming in every month that's going to take care of your needs for the rest of your life so that you can relax, enjoy your life, and start uh, living life the way you want to live it. Yeah, a lot of people don't really think that their house is that solution. And, yeah, and right. we've helped a lot of people make it possible where they can use the equity in their home to provide that kind of a an annuity uh, type of investment for them where they can live off of it. It can give them some money. Uh, they can still have the home that they want to live in and uh, provide all that. Now, I know Absolutely. you know about a lot of other um, uh, financial vehicles. Uh, mm-hmm, I know sure. you're 
experiences and uh, you're an accredited wealth management advisor and mm-hmm. and you know that there's uh, benefits and and all sorts of different things bonds and stocks and that's um, right Mike. Uh, other secure investments but real estate really is an excellent one and I know we've worked uh, together on different plans that help people use that real estate to really maximize Absolutely. their their income well I got uh I, I'm a real estate broker, as you know, mm-hmm. and we've worked together for over 14 years ourselves, so you know all about me. Mm-hmm. The good, oh, yeah. the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of good, fortunately. <laughs> well, thank you, Mike. That's nice of you to say. Uh, but yeah, so I've been a real estate broker for a long time and really believe in real estate because um, it provides so many advantages. Mm-hmm. As we say, it's the ideal investment, and that's a, an acronym for what you get in real estate, income, depreciation, equity buildup, appreciation, and leverage. And all of those are very powerful tools in and of themselves. But when you put them together, you have a, a wonderful investment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't believe that you should have um, all your eggs in one basket. Right. And so many of our clients come in and say, you know, my house is really all I have. I'm house rich and cash poor. And we want to turn that around for them. We want their life to be easy, lucrative, and fun. And we want their investments to be easy, lucrative, and fun. That's our elf philosophy. Mm-hmm. And I know that we can achieve that uh, with a lot of our, our systems. Uh, yes. I know you've been focusing a lot recently in the last few years on uh, developing complete, integrated, and diversified financial plan for uh, our clients. And exactly. That, that's worked out for them, and I think that's something that a lot of people should really consider uh, and, yeah. and having in their financial life. And if they only have real estate, like you're saying, they're house rich and cash poor, then- that's really uh, something they should really look into. Yeah. And that's why I got interested in becoming a financial planner and advisor as well. Uh, not because I wanted to make that my career, but what I mm-hmm. wanted to do is to understand uh, this particular transitional point when people have a property they want to potentially downsize into, or maybe they have an investment property that they uh, have been told has to stay in real estate to avoid capital gains tax which is by and large true in the community when you use a 1031 exchange. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, we have a plan whereby we can still take an investment property and diversify it into a diversified portfolio as well. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that while, I'll be honest, I think real estate is the best investment and there's statistics I can show people to to prove that, I still believe that the um, portfolio should be diversified because real estate is a slow moving um, it's a slow moving commodity in most markets we're spoiled mm. in the silicon valley right um, you can't it's not liquid you can't sell it overnight you can sell a security overnight if you needed the money um, but um, by and large uh, having your home and being able to convert it into a diversified portfolio is um, is really i think where it's at most people don't know, A, that you can do it, and B, that you can do it without paying capital gains tax if you plan ahead and do it properly. And if you're saving money on capital gains taxes, that means that you have that much more money to reinvest. Can you imagine, Mike, if, you, uh, if your accountant says, well, when you sell your property, you'll have $750,000 in taxes. Actually, our, um, our client, Bob, a real live example, he, his uh, financial planner told him he'd have about $850,000 of capital gains tax to pay. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to go visit him uh, in a couple of days back on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. He's doing great. Uh, I know he's a big sailing aficionado, but he's doing a lot of fishing right now. And I'm planning to be joining him. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that'll be great. Well, what's great about our uh, plan is that 
you know, our clients become friends for life uh, mm-hmm. because we do help change their lives. And we'll talk more about that, you know, in our next segment. But um, it's just wonderful to, it makes me happy to see that, you know, our clients want to continue to have a friendship with us mm-hmm. once once we've completed the legacy investment plan for them and their lives have, their financial lives anyway, have be- become stabilized and, and turned around. It's it's great to have that happen. Um we need to take a break, Mike, uh, and give our listeners a break, too, to run to the refrigerator or whatever they need to do. Sure. Um, so why don't we take a break? Before I go, I'd like to um, bring up um, a quick question for you. It's our insider question of the day. So the question I have as an insider question for today, Mike, is we know that to defer capital gains tax with an investment property, you can use a code section called 1031. And... That code section, if you apply it properly, is is a moneymaker because if you have that huge liability in taxes, if you have an investment property where you're receiving income on that property or you're holding it for uh, appreciation, uh, it's an investment property. It's held for investment. You can apply section code 1031. Um Section Code 1031 has some restrictions on it that you have to abide by in order to make it work, one of which is that you need to um, designate the property or properties that you plan to trade uh, into, and you have a 45-day period to do that. And then you have uh, 180 days to close that escrow. If you fail to do either of those two things, um, you will have a failed tax-deferred exchange, and you will have to end up paying your taxes. So a lot of people are worried about doing a 1031 exchange because they're not comfortable with those restrictions. And if you deal with somebody who has been doing 1031 exchanges for a long time and has a team that, that can assist you, um, it's it's not a problem to do uh-huh. that. But I always like to have a backup plan. And so my question for us is how can we ensure that when – we or our clients do a 1031 exchange with their investment property, they w- it will not be invalidated if the time deadlines are not met. Ah, that's a tricky situation, but I know that we do have some solutions for that. Yes. So we'll talk about it on our, um, on our next segment. In the meantime, let's take five, and we'll see you just in a few minutes. For questions or comments about today's topic, send email to hidrchuck at gmail.com. That's H-I-D-R-Chuck at gmail.com or call 1-888-NO-TAXES. Now, back to your real estate insider with Dr. Chuck Fury. Hello, folks. Dr. Chuck here, your real estate insider. Thank you for rejoining us for segment number two today. We were just talking with Mike Staten about uh, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Oh, good, good. Good. Yep, didn't have enough beer on the break. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a chance for more. In fact, I didn't have any. Ah, shucks. <laughs> um, but in any case, um, what we want to talk about right now is the concept of a 1031 exchange, which is one of our uh, strategies. We have a number of strategies for deferring capital gains tax on our investments, uh, and that's one of them. Uh, and these strategies, by the way, all need to be run by your CPA if you as a listener are going to use them. But uh, in fact, they've all been um, time-tested and CPA-approved, and we would never suggest anything that wasn't. But we do have to tell you, you need to check with your own advisor to make sure they're comfortable with it as well. Yeah, and it works for you know, your specific situation. That's right. 
So our plain vanilla approach to um, saving on capital gains tax with income property is not a trade secret. Uh, Lots of people know about it. It's called a 1031 tax-deferred exchange. Now, we have much more sophisticated strategies, some of which use that as a part of the strategy. But right now, we want to talk about a plain vanilla 1031 exchange, and we want to ask the question um, as to what is the danger of doing a 1031 exchange? How could it fail? And uh, if so, um, then those capital gains taxes that you're trying to avoid would have to be paid. And the answer to that question, by and large, is if you fail to meet the time deadlines in a tax-deferred exchange, or if you don't balance the equity and the debt properly uh, from the property you are selling to the property you're purchasing, we call that an exchange. That's what the term is, although really it functions as a sale of your current property and a purchase of the next property you're interested in. Uh, if you don't uh, match uh, the debt and the equity in that property properly, or if you don't meet the time deadlines, the IRS would have cause to come in and charge you the capital gains tax. So it's very critical that you work with people that understand that and have a track record. I think we've done them for over 25 years now. Oh, yeah. Um, But we're not the only game in town. Uh, You can talk to anybody that really has has, uh, a good experience with 1031 exchanges um, what we do with these exchanges, as you'll see, is we, we utilize them in a financial plan that's more extensive than just a real estate exchange. Um, but to stick with our question for a moment, um, how can you be sure that you will not have a failed exchange with those time frames? Which, um, which is very tricky because the time frames are very specific. You have to use a qualified intermediary uh, mm-hmm. first off in order That's to qualify right. to have a 1031 exchange. Mm-hmm. And a qualified intermediary is responsible for making sure those deadlines are met. Mm-hmm. And if you don't meet them, they, they have to report that and uh, you get stuck paying your taxes if exactly. you don't uh, find your property within that 45-day window and close on it within the 180 days. That's right. Exactly right. So uh, since you only have 45 days to identify the new property that you want to purchase, um, what are some strategies to make sure that if, for example, you are, uh, you've identified a property that you want and you identify that and you have 45 days uh, to identify that property, but once you've identified the property on the 46th day, you cannot identify a different property. Mm-hmm. Your time frame is up. Yeah. And you can identify three properties. There's actually different rules. Uh, there's a 200% rule, too, which I won't go into. But just to keep this straightforward, uh, you need to sell your property. And within 45 days of the close of escrow of that property you used to own, you have to identify in writing to your intermediary three candidates for properties that you will purchase in the future. Now, of course, it's best to know in advance and potentially have a purchase offer in on the property that you want to buy in advance so that um, you already are set and secure with the property you're going to purchase. Uh, But in reality, that's not easy to do sometimes. Right. Um, And secondly, um, things happen in real estate. Odd things happen sometimes. You can have uh, a purchase. You can have a property that you're buying. You can have... Uh, it in escrow, you can have a purchase contract that's been executed by buyer and seller, and you can have earnest money deposit in the escrow. So, and you can have all contingencies removed. 
So, hey, that's a slam dunk. Most brokers would say, that's a slam dunk. This is closing in 25 days. No, no problem here. And I have seen that on the 23rd day, the seller comes back and says, there's been a death in the family. I'm not selling. And it's like, uh, no, no, we have a contract. You do have to sell. And they can say, oh, no, we don't have to sell. Um, you can take me to court, and maybe I'll have to pay you some money, but I'm not selling that property because uh, I have a relative now that needs to move into that property, and it's not going to get sold. At that point, you have a problem yeah. because it's a bigger problem than just, oh, gee, I can't buy that property I really like and want as a new investment. Yeah, the problem is, oh, gee, I'm now going to have to pay $700,000 in capital gains taxes because the seller's refusing to sell. Right, and that's something that you just couldn't anticipate. It's just that's a, right. One of those things that, that come up, and like you said, real estate, uh, things happen. Uh, exactly. It, it's people, and, and people have lives, and things happen in their lives that uh, change the situation. Every once in a while, you're going to have something like that. And if you don't have a contingency plan or you don't have some other way that you can manage those time requirements, it's going to be difficult because you're going to have to take that tax bite. Exactly right. Yes. So most brokers, it's, it's, it's very important that, that you as a listener or as an investor talk with your broker about this ahead of time and strategize and say, okay, what worst case scenario, what if something happens to my purchase? How can I protect myself so I don't pay the capital gains tax? And the answer, there's several answers. I'll give just a couple here. Um, but there are certain vehicles and ways to avoid capital gains tax that involve an exchange, but that are, um, that are much more easily uh, closed than a normal real estate transaction. Um, there's something called uh, tenants in common uh, transaction that used to be very popular in the 1031 exchange uh, marketplace. And uh, tenants in common uh, uh, 1031 exchange is where a developer will go out and buy a lot of units, maybe 600 units somewhere. And what he's selling then is he's selling tenant and common interests, small portions of that 600 unit apartment building. That might be a $15 million um, building. And maybe you're selling something that has an equity of 500,000 in it or a million dollars perhaps in it. And you don't have the capital to buy a $15 million building well, you can buy a part of that building, and you would mm -hmm. actually take title. You would uh, have a percentage interest in that building. Um, it would be one-fifteenth uh, percentage uh, in that building. So um, that is one strategy to avoid doing that. So, Mike, there's also another uh, strategy called a Delaware Statutory Trust, which is like a tenants in common. It's the heir apparent to that uh, strategy, and we'll talk about that in another show. But I, the point I want to make is if you're working with a broker that understands 1031 exchanges uh, and you identify one of your three properties as being a tenants in common or a Delaware statutory trust, that gives you an escape valve then so that if something happens down the road before the 45-day period's up and you you don't you aren't able to close this transaction or use that property, at least you have a fallback position to something that you can close on, and then subsequently you could resell that and do another 1031 exchange without paying capital gains tax on it. Right, right. So that's our strategy there. Mike, I can't believe that this half hour has gone by so quickly. It zipped, you know, Man, right, right by. Wow. 
Well, next week we'll talk about more of these strategies and uh, help our listeners understand how they can really gain the most benefit from their real estate. Or if they're not investors yet, um, think more clearly about uh, why real estate might be the best investment they've ever made in their life. And before next week, if you want to give us a call, you can reach us at 888-NO-TAXES. Thank you, listeners. Uh, Thank you, Mike. It's really been a pleasure being with you this week. We look forward to talking with you again next week. You take care. I'm Dr. Chuck, your real estate insider. This has been your real estate insider with Dr. Chuck Fury. It's his mission each week to make real estate easy, lucrative, and fun. If you have a specific real estate challenge or story you'd like to share with Chuck, just send an email to HiDrChuck at gmail.com. Again, that's HIDRChuck at gmail.com. Or call 1-888-NO-TAXES. That's 1-888-NO-TAXES. Be sure to listen again next week and every Saturday at 2 p.m. for deeper insight into how real estate can help you realize your dreams. Opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Stanford Property and Finance, BRE number 889106. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.